you know, rather than thinking you're always like doing things for other people and then you're lacking with yourself, it's like a really bad formula. So I think just, yeah, like discovering your passions and trying to know yourself in and out in a true authentic way. Hello beauty, yes you. Join me, host Joyce Platon, as I chat with today's beauty, wellness, and lifestyle visionaries. Let's discover their motivating journey together as I merge my love for the art and my passion in revealing one's true inner beauty. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Hello Beauty. Today's special guest is Holly Harding. She's the founder of OO Hawaii. She is an integrative health and nutrition coach. She's a food for beauty expert, and she is the innovator of both the H-Life Method and OO Hawaii. Welcome to Hello Beauty, Holly. Hi, thanks. Happy to be here. Yeah, I'm glad to meet you. Your products excite me. I love everything that you put into it, and I want to do a deep dive. Um, But before everything else and all your success, I want to know about your background. I did read that you were a musician and then that you had a business for 10 years. Talk to me about that. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I'll take it way back, actually. Um, I I started off my professional life um, as a classical musician, went to music school in New York, and then um, worked for, you know, several years as a performing musician. Uh, I played in the Honolulu Symphony. And before that, I uh, worked for, um, well, I actually started my own music entertainment agency back in Boston. So uh, I would book out myself and and lots of different musicians for different gigs and things like that. And then um, once we did move to Hawaii, the the, uh, symphony actually collapsed for a bit. And so um, I kind of just started looking at doing some other things. In the meantime, I also had a a marketing job. I, I worked in corporate marketing, oh, yeah. so um, kind of jumped. I was always somebody who would juggle a lot of different things at once, and so um, I decided that I really kind of wanted to get out of the corporate world and um, get back in, into doing my own business again. And so that's when I started Bubble Shack, which was mm-hmm. my first company um, in the whole world of beauty and skincare, and um, that company focused on uh, Bath and Body products that were made in Hawaii. So I did that for 10 years and then had the opportunity to sell it. And um, I had along the way uh, really developed a passion for health and nutrition and um, had even helped certain people on certain levels to get healthy and lose weight and do certain things. And so um, when I was able to, I um, had the time and I was able to go back to school and I picked a program that really allowed me to explore every sort of theory that's out there and kind of come to my own conclusions based on science. And um, it's been really awesome because I've been able to help a lot of different people on a lot of levels, everything from, you know, yeah, losing weight to helping with diabetes Mm -hmm. to helping with autoimmune conditions um, and just, yeah, overall having a better life, a better healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And um, so doing that, I just became... um, uh, I guess longing for that uh, that product based business mm-hmm. once again, yeah. and so in that process, I just kind of started thinking about you know how much I still loved skincare and how um, you know it was becoming more important to me even about um, you know my my skin on my face like yes. even as I like start to age myself like really thinking about it more and more and more and um, I had always had a pretty solid skincare routine so I decided to kind of merge the different backgrounds that I had with nutrition and skincare and um, create, oh, Hawaii. 
Yeah. Um, living in Hawaii, did that inspire you to get into like the health and wellness industry? Sure. I mean, we live in a place that's warm all year round. I'm a surfer girl, so like I'm always in a in a bathing suit. I'm always, you know, outside, so your body's exposed a lot more. <laughs> so you want to do everything you can to be in the best shape that you can. And um, yeah, you know, um, my family's on some level like most of the women in my family have always been pretty healthy and like into trying to just do your best to be your healthiest self and um on the other side like the men have not been quite the same <laughs> and, and um uh I mean kind of on a sad note my my dad two years before um I started Oo Hawaii actually died of cancer mm-hmm. and um I mean, it was I mean I hate to say it self-inflicted because he smoked his whole mm-hmm. life so he had lung cancer um but it just you know still like ignited something within of me course. you know to just really try even harder to just be the healthiest version of myself that I could be. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's a good preventative because sometimes even like no matter how healthy we are, sometimes we just there's some stroke of bad luck that people just get sick or um, sure. they get cancer, right? Mm-hmm. So it's still good to kind of be mindful and do our best to just prevent that. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. So what inspired you to get in the beauty industry? And I noticed that, you know, with your first business, it mm-hmm. was also in the somewhat in the beauty and bath body um, industry. Uh-huh. Was it um, ever since you were a kid, did you want to get in the beauty industry as an entrepreneur? Actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, my first business, um, I was just I was always really into packaging and just like products and and like um, just the creation and the creative process of putting something together. Mm-hmm. And my husband actually had this weird random obsession with handmade soaps. And <laughs> at the time, um, there wasn't really anybody really making handmade soaps in mm-hmm. Hawaii, at least not on a very visible level. And it was kind of at the beginning of like the real interest in people starting to use natural soaps. So, um, we just thought, Hey, you know, let's just like let's just try and make these and do it with a Hawaii spin. Um, We were kind of at a time in our life where, you know, Hawaii is really expensive to live. Mm -hmm. And we were there and we were just kind of getting by. And so we we needed something. (laughs) So we kind of like, um, you know, just like, I don't want to say impulsively, but not very strategically, just started um, creating these handmade soaps and selling them at different markets Mm -hmm. and things. Um, Yeah. So that's that the was, entrepreneurial spirit, though. Yeah, you just that's get into what it. started yeah. it all, really. So, um, and then as it, you know, as you start to just evolve and grow, like you just start paying attention to more things. Like, okay, yeah, you're paying attention to your your skin on your body, but then you just start thinking a little bit more about everything else, right? Yeah. And so then I think my love of skin care, you know, for the face, really started to evolve mm-hmm. um, along the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the philosophy of OO Hawaii and then what it, is it all about? Sure. Um, so there's really a three-part uniqueness. First of all, it's an integrative line. Mm-hmm. So it's integrative because of how I kind of just described with my whole nutrition side. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted people to know that skincare really starts from within first and foremost with your diet and food, and then the micronutrient supplementation that you bring in. So um, sometimes you can get that from food, but there's also a lot of things that people eat that suppress Mm. the different vitamins and minerals that we take in, like things like lectins in in wheat and gluten and, and, you know, just a whole host of things. So sometimes you really do have to supplement. So um, 
I wanted to create the line with that in mind, so I created our Beauty Boost supplement first and foremost, and then our seven external skincare products have a real three-part uniqueness. So um, the first being that we are clean beauty, so everyone has a definition that's different with clean beauty. Um, Mine is no chemicals, no synthetics, no um, synthetic colors or fragrances, and no GMOs. So a lot of times with natural products, people will still say it's, it's all natural, even if it has soy in it. Um, and that's, you know, that's all genetically modified. It's sprayed with glyphosate. Mm -hmm. So, um, I actually had every single ingredient in every product third-party tested to ensure that there are no GMOs. So yeah, that was super important to me. So, um, that's my definition of clean beauty. Um, and, as far as that goes within the ingredients and the plants that we use, um, we use plant-based clinical level active. So mm-hmm. you'll see things like ferulic acid, sodium hyaluronate, peptides, mm-hmm. um, high performance ingredients that you would see mm-hmm. in more of a dermatology kind mm-hmm. of office. Um, so I think of all of that as number one. And then yeah. <laughs> number two, we infuse with crystals. So rose quartz and sapphire predominantly um, because those help to increase circulation, which when you increase circulation, it increases collagen production, which mm-hmm. is something we all want. Yes. Um, and then third is probably like the biggest and most special one is ingredients that are grown in Hawaii. So... Superfoods that are typically superfoods can be even greater superfoods when they're grown in Hawaii because our soil is so nutrient-rich with the volcanic ash ash that's in it. So um, you'll see things like Kona coffee berry, which is one Mm. of the most potent antioxidants on the planet. Um, You'll see Hawaiian noni. There's uh, three different kinds of um, algae that we use. I love those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Strawberry guava. Of course, cocoa and macadamia nut oil, which are amazing emollient oils. Um, And... Yeah, we just try and, and use anything that we can that's that's grown locally to support, um, you know, mm-hmm. local farmers, local businesses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Walk me through the development of your products and, you know, what it took to get the development process going and the mm-hmm. branding and the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, well, um, from the branding, that's mm-hmm. probably pretty pertinent to all of this because people probably wonder where the name OO came from mm-hmm. and why we have products that are named after birds and different things. <laughs> um, but we named um, the brand after the Hawaiian OO bird, which um, is believed to have gone extinct back mm-hmm. in the 80s. But there's still this kind of haunting romanticism to the bird that it may still be out there because people think they hear it and see mm-hmm. it. So um, we're able to kind of use this romantic language um, about preserving and protecting the bird, but also preserving and protecting your skin. Mm -hmm. So um, it's kind of a nice thing. And then we give back a dollar for every sale to the Kehau Bird Conservation Center over on the Big Island, and they help to preserve native bird species Mm -hmm. in Hawaii. So um, hopefully we won't have any more extinct birds that are native to the islands. I love that. It's beautiful. And your packaging, it's just so unique. Um, For those who are uh, watching, you can see that it's like such a unique shape and color. And for those listening, it's the they're in a glass jar that, you know, they feel very luxurious and high end. And I love the um, wood look to Mm -hmm. it on the cap. Mm-hmm. So, um, has this, is this really like what you said? If you want to get into business, it has to represent you. Yeah. And I love the colors too. Thank you. No, mm-hmm. I, um, was, um, you know, it was very important to me to not contribute to the single use plastics problem, mm-hmm. um, especially in places like Hawaii. Um, and, you know, 
Southeast Asia and different places around the world, mm-hmm. we are just seeing so many plastics washing up on the beach and the water. I went and it's it's really not until you you travel till you really see the problem and yeah. people don't really realize that, you know, a shampoo bottle that they're using at their home in Iowa could like end up on a beach somewhere in Thailand. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy. Um, yeah. so I wanted to do my best to be able to create packaging that wasn't going to contribute to that. Mm-hmm. Um too terribly much so. yeah and I think like you know when you're done with the product I feel like you can reuse this for like anything you know just yeah. store anything because they're very yeah very durable um they, I'm, it looks like they last forever because they're glass jars yeah exactly so we actually have some videos on our Instagram mm-hmm. that show how you can reuse them you can put like little flowers in them oh, that's cute. you can you know put paper clips or whatever <laughs> you can actually turn the jars kind of to the side and they look plain just plain like, yeah, yeah so it doesn't you know you're Paperweight. not always looking at a bird seed <laughs> or like a brilliant feather yeah yeah. You know, it could thought. be a like, paperweight too. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I we just, it. I think one thing about living in Hawaii is that you become a little bit more minimalistic. Mm. Um, our spaces are a little smaller that we live in typically. And mm-hmm. you just, um, I don't know, you kind of like start to value the things that you buy a lot more. So you, you tend great. to buy like nicer quality things um, mm-hmm. and you just keep them around a little bit more. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think consumerism for us yeah. is kind of lower mm-hmm. on our priority list. So when you do buy something, it's just something that's special. So this could actually be something that sticks around and you put a flower in yeah. or, you know, paper clips or whatever. Um, I love it. Yeah. I know. I feel like um, like you in general, you have some that sense of mindfulness. And I love how like even like when you arrive, you're like, oh, should I remove my shoes? Because in Hawaii, <laughs> like we remove our shoes. So just like that little like care that it, it just exudes from you. Like, you know, it's not like you're just thinking about yourself, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's what I love. And I think that's what also emulates from your products that it's very thoughtful, as I've mentioned to you, like off cam. Mm-hmm. So that's what I love about it. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Um, has there been anything, any hardships or hurdles that you've experienced while starting this line? And what are the lessons that you've learned along the way? Um, not too many hardships. Um, other than I will say that with this business, it takes a lot longer to get your products into stores um, the process is so much longer um, going to, into the kind of retailers that we're working with with this brand versus my last company. I could go into a meeting and like that day I'd have an order practically. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. So from a business standpoint, um, it was it was easier to just open a million stores like as fast as we could, which was the goal with the last mm-hmm. business really um, because we had you know pretty like lower price point. So you wanted to have a lot of stores that carry your products. So um, with this brand, it's it's a lot more selective with the retailers that we want to carry us. And it just is a little bit longer process. And, mm-hmm. you know, with, with getting the accounts launched even, even once you're in the door, um, just like hitting the button to go live, mm-hmm. you know, um, it just takes a little while. So just, you know, learning to be patient with yeah. some of that. And um, that's kind of really the only, the mm-hmm. only main thing. I mean, it's, um, it's nice because my first company, I started with $20 oh, amazing. and it was one of those situations where, okay, we sold a few bars to our friends. So, all right, we weren't able to put fragrance in the soap. So, um, you know, now that we have this little extra cash, we'll buy a, a bottle of fragrance oil, you know, <laughs> and we'll put it in the next batch. Yeah. Um, so it was just constantly trying to like reinvest, reinvest. Mm-hmm. And, um, with this business, because we had a little bit of capital to start from the sale of the last business, um, we were able to start it at just a different place. Mm-hmm. And 
um, the stress level wasn't quite as as high because we weren't so desperate to just sure. get the cash in, you know, as fast as we could. So now it's more we're able to just, yeah, very thoughtfully um, move forward, which yeah. is great. Cool. How many products did you start with? So I wanted to launch the line with a full set of products that could be used in a spa. Mm-hmm. And you could have a full facial mm-hmm. um, with the line. Because I felt as though if we only launched with two or three products that – um, it could inhibit us from growing like mm-hmm. we would need to in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a full assortment. We have the internal supplement that we use, and then the seven external skincare products. Um, and then we are coming out with um, another product this year, our our toner, yeah, cool. um, because yeah, we didn't we didn't have a toner, and especially in um, the Asian markets where we're in Hong Kong and Macau, mm-hmm. and um, also Japan. Um, that seems to be a pretty crucial thing in mm-hmm. um, spas and things over there. Yeah. So we decided to to bring that product this, out this year, later in July, okay. and then a travel set. Oh, nice. So you're in Hong Kong. You're in Asia. Mm-hmm. Like, you're in spas in Asia. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. What What are the spas in Asia that you're in? Well, we're in Hong Kong and Macau. We're um, with this um, group called Biosignature Beauty. Mm-hmm. And so they have retail stores, and then they sell to other spas in different mm-hmm. places. I'm not... I'm not 100% sure of all of the spas mm-hmm. that we're in, but um, Biosignature Beauty is definitely like the the headquartered retail yeah. location to go to. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. I know you also have the H-Life method. Can uh-huh. you talk to us about that? Sure. Um, so H-Life is my health coaching business, mm-hmm. and I uh, typically I'll work with a few select um clients one-on-one uh every month so anywhere from like two to four Mm -hmm. I have to kind of keep it you know so that I can really give my full energy and attention to the clients um and then I also work with um several different companies in Hawaii so I'll go in and they'll you know a lot of times have a corporate wellness program and I'll help the the employees actually learn a whole lot about what's healthy and what's not and um you know just figure out um how, you know, from an employer standpoint, how to help their employees be their best selves, which helps overall, um, you know, um, work productivity and helps bring down um, different insurance costs and a variety mm-hmm. of different things. So it's a good it's a good program for everybody. Um, but my approach is a little different with the way that I, I work with people. Um, I don't have a one size fits all program. Yeah. It's more uh, very individualized mm-hmm. and uh, it's based on body typing and um, a whole different array of different things. Um, I usually start most clients off with getting blood work and yeah. having, you know, different things run like their vitamin D mm-hmm. and B, sometimes their hormone levels, um, their homocysteine levels. So there's a lot of things that can tell, that can be told about a person and what foods they should eat just by looking at blood work. Mm-hmm. So rather than just giving a blanket sort of you should eat paleo or you should eat yeah. keto or you should, you know, yeah. so it's, um, yeah, individualized. Yeah, I've noticed also that there are so many cases that are coming out that everyone has autoimmune disease for yes. some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, would you know why? Like, do you think why now? Like, it, feel, mm-hmm. it feels like it's more prevalent nowadays. Pretty much a believer that GMOs have really mm-hmm. um, kind of disrupted our food system. And when you have a GMO crop, what happens is there's two problems with it. It's got BT toxin um, and it has glyphosate. And BT toxin is what is encapsulated into the seeds of GMO crops, and it pokes holes into the stomachs 
of insects. And that's what kills them off the crops. Mm. So there's um, a lot of scientific evidence now showing that it's doing the same thing in humans. And it's what is causing what you've probably heard of is called leaky gut syndrome. Yes. And so then in addition, when it's sprayed with glyphosate, which is an antibiotic, it creates bad bacteria in the gut, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got the holes in the gut, then you've got the glyphosate Mm -hmm. antibiotic causing bad bacteria that's then seeping out into the bloodstream and into your body. Mm -hmm. And so what is now being shown to, to happen is that can cause a whole host of all sorts of things in the body, everything from, you know, autoimmune disease, mm-hmm. IBS, you know, um, ulcerative colitis. There's, yeah. you know, fibromyalgia. It's like mm-hmm. that's where that's one of the main places that's coming from. Um, cancer. Just there's like a whole that's, that's my cancer yeah. to me is like so prevalent nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So I think it's a really good thing to try and avoid GMOs, GMOs. wherever possible mm-hmm. possible. As much as possible, like Mm -hmm. organic, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, if you want to have a life and you want to go out to restaurants and you want to do those kinds of things, it's it's pretty difficult, um, you know, all the time, especially like me. I travel a lot, right? So I just try and make the best decisions I can. And when I'm at home, I don't use those ingredients Mm -hmm. at all. So Yeah. They also say sometimes, I don't know if it's true or if it's just like, I don't know, like people are just kind of having negative news but Mm -hmm. they're saying like organic sometimes also not entirely organic some organic products because they can also get contaminated by like the other crops and sure because it's the air around us anyway and generally right exactly i mean look at you know look at the wines in california they just did those big tests for california wines and like they even tested some organic ones and they had glyphosate in them so it's um, I think it's just trying to limit your exposure as much as possible. I mean, unless you're growing your food yourself, which is hard for most people, <laughs> yeah. um, you just have to do the best you can, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. For those that want to change their life, and what would you recommend to start with? Like, would they should they start with their, I don't know, just eating habits first, sleep habit? Mm-hmm. You know, it's all like a big puzzle, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing with... Um, your body and actually sleeping better is getting your body on a clock. Mm -hmm. So it means going to bed and waking up at the same time every single day and also eating at the same time every single day. Even weekends, I heard, right? Yeah. So if you can get your body on a clock, it helps your digestion. It just helps everything within you to have all your systems function properly. So, Mm -hmm. um, that's the first thing that I try and recommend. I know it's it's hard because some people have crazy schedules, and mm-hmm. but then it like gets into a whole thing with like, okay, well maybe you should examine your lifestyle. Like, how yeah. do we how do we help that first? Um, but you know, from a food standpoint, everybody has different issues. It's True. like, you know, some people have soda problems. It's like if you're <laughs> drinking soda, let's let's address that first. We have to get the soda out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but other people, you know, they may be eating tons of processed foods. Mm. Um, so it just it it depends. Depends. Yeah. yeah. But I think eating a whole foods diet is really the best way to go. And it's, um, again, like depending upon someone's body type, they may or may not like do well with certain grains Mm -hmm. or, you know, some people thrive with them. Some people don't. So it's really kind of just doing the scientific research behind that body and figuring out what's best. And definitely getting on a routine. Yes. Routine is is good. (laughs) Walk me through a typical day Mm -hmm. for you in Hawaii and what do you eat and what is your beauty regimen? Sure. Um, Well, I usually get up around six um, in the, (laughs) in the winter time. Sometimes I get up closer to seven because it's darker. So I like to wake up with the sun Mm -hmm. Um, and I usually get up and 
The first thing I do is I drink a glass of water. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, no. The first thing I do is I get my dogs up and get them downstairs. (laughs) I have one dog that um, he's actually a wheelchair dog. So it's kind of like a little bit of a process to get him from upstairs to downstairs, like get him out and like do that. What kind of dog? He's a St. Bernard lab mix, we think. He's an adopted dog. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I go through that (laughs) process and then um, I drink water. And I actually, I know it sounds like so cliche, but I actually genuinely do take my Beauty Boost supplement every day, <laughs> um, along with vitamin D and vitamin B. So mm-hmm. that's those are the only supplements I take. Um, and then, like, I do usually drink, like, one cup of coffee, and then within an hour, I usually eat breakfast. So mm-hmm. my breakfast is usually some form of eggs, like a veggie omelet. Um, sometimes I eat, like, sliced banana and blueberries with, like, a variety of different kinds of nuts and seeds mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, and that's usually like one of those two things. I'm kind of like, I kind of just crave those things in the morning. So I kind of stick to those. And then I usually get about an hour's worth of work. I, I wake up and just want to address stuff because, you know, yeah. being in Hawaii, we're like between five and six hours, depending on daylight savings time yeah. behind the East Coast. And yeah. so stuff's happening while I'm sleeping. And so I'm like, when I get up, I just am anxious to kind of get to the email and see yeah. like, you know, what's there yeah. <laughs> and address it. And then... Um, I usually work out at 945. Mm -hmm. So I do, um, I have this amazing group of girls that I work out with and we have this awesome coach. And so um, I do like strength, strength strength-based training. And um, yeah, it's like an hour and then I come back and then I work. Uh And then, you know, I'll intermix. I'm a big believer in not just pounding out eight hours at one time. Like I like to work in blocks of time. Like you know, one to two mm-hmm. hours, two to three hours, I get one thing done. And then I like may take the dog on a walk or mm-hmm. I may go for a surf and then come back. And then, you know, I work on something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, I usually try and eat dinner. Well, I forgot about lunch tonight. <laughs> <laughs> usually I have a salad for lunch, yeah. <laughs> um, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And then um, at dinner, like usually we cook somewhere around six o'clock or we do go out sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have places in our town that, you know, that serve things that are fairly healthy. And um, a lot of actually this one particular place we go to, they they like know me so well now <laughs> that like they'll change anything I want, oh, that's good. which is great. And, it's, you know, I don't have to be I don't have to worry about them. Yeah. You know, um, and then, yeah, like nighttime is like honestly like a little bit a little bit more working sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I don't it's not like my work is something that I dread. It's something yeah. that I enjoy. So mm-hmm. it's it's fun. But I always try and get off the computer by like seven or eight o'clock at the latest because the longer you sit in front of a computer screen, the longer it, it tricks your brain into thinking it's daylight and yeah. you know time to be awake. So just trying to decompress at mm-hmm. night um, something. Yeah, mm-hmm. my my. Um, my mom actually moved to Hawaii like a couple oh, years cool. after I, my husband and I were there, and uh, she's down the street. So sometimes we'll oh, that's amazing. visit with them a little bit, mm-hmm. which is nice, or mm-hmm. we may have friends or something that stop by. So yeah, that's fun. I know it may be hard, but what is your go-to beauty product right now? My go-to beauty, actually, it's the Brilliant Feather. Yeah. That's the thing I tend to use all mm-hmm. the time. That's our um, that's our beauty balm, mm-hmm. and you know, for me because I'm. I surf, I'm outside a lot in the Mm -hmm. sun. Um, It can dry your skin out quite a bit. And so that particular product just like really just hydrates, hydrates. So I kind of put that on all day long. (laughs) So it just really helps with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I did read that. It's like a beauty must have right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So here at Hello Beauty, we have a philosophy. It's Mm -hmm. say hello to the beauty in you. Uh What advice can you give those who are trying to discover their beauty within? 
Uh, well, I think being true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think one thing about living in Hawaii is everything you're exposed to really kind of brings to light, um, you know, the things that you love and the things that you enjoy and the things that are important to you and not living for anyone else. Um, the more that you can do that for yourself, um, the actual better, the, the better you'll serve other people in the process. So, you know, rather than thinking you're always like doing things for other people and then you're lacking with yourself, it's like a really bad formula. So I think just, yeah, and like discovering your passions and trying to know yourself in and out in a true authentic way. And that's something actually that yoga brings to you. Mm-hmm. I know we were talking earlier about yes. yoga and like, you know, working out and different things, but um, I think really it, it forces you to look inward just the practice, it's amazing. I don't know. It's just amazing how, how it kind of brings that out in you. So at some point in everyone's life, I think they need to like, they need to do yoga, whether it's, you know, once a week or whatever. But um, yeah, it's like an amazing process that unfolds with it. So I would suggest doing yoga. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. At some point in life. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm trying to integrate yoga right now in, yeah. in my routine. I used to do like yoga more regularly uh-huh. once a week and I did feel that my body was actually craving it and looking for it because that was it was also a workout because it's like a hot flow power yoga. Oh, okay. Yeah. But then just but just being so present with your body. Yeah. It's like my body was looking for it. And if uh-huh. I didn't have it during the week, even if I was doing other workouts, mm-hmm. I would kind of go crazy. I was yeah. Like, I was like, come on, I got to do yoga. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. It's, it's kind of addicting in a way. Like, yeah, yeah I, I practiced Ashtanga for um, mm. several years and I was even teaching it some at, at one point. And um, cool. yeah, it's just like this. I think because the practice, like it's the same thing every single time. It's kind of like how Bikram is like yeah. you're doing the same poses every single time. It puts you into this sort of meditative trance, yeah. even though it's like hard and challenging. Yeah. But you are able to focus on your breathing and not think about what's next and watching the teacher and all these different mm-hmm. things. So there's some good stuff that comes out of that. It's amazing. Before I let you go, what are your social channels and where can they find you? Well, um, we are on Instagram. That's our that's our primary. That's the yeah. one that we put the most energy into. Um, that's OO Hawaii Beauty. And then on Facebook, we're just OO Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do have a little bit on YouTube, but I can't really even like put it out there. <laughs> that's something we need to work on. That's cool. But yeah, Instagram for sure. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, there you have it, you guys. Make sure to check out Holly's products, OO Hawaii and their website. And I'm sure you're going to love their products and their amazing packaging. See you soon. Till next time. Thank you for listening to this episode. I love all your feedback and hearing from you. If you enjoy this episode, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Google, and wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Writing the review is so important as these help with our rankings and allow more people to find us and spread the word of positive beauty. Thank you so much. Until next time.